And we told you that you women were crazy. You got those beady SSRI eyes, uh, those AFC <laughs> eyes. And it's a lot. It's, it's twice as much. My wife is twice as happy as you crazy radical liberal. They're not watching. I don't even know why I'm speaking to them. <laughs> um, Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original Uncloseted Conservative. Guys, we got an awesome show for you today with uh, the one and only Casey Gates. I'm not even going to try to say the rest of it because I always screw it up. And the one and only Jeremy Sladen. Guys, today's show doesn't have a sponsor, but what I need you to do is go over to warriormbs.com and get signed up over there guys it's time for personal reset warrior mbs is a 60-day team oriented experience that will increase your mental clarity supercharge your physical fitness which i could use some of right now and provide a fresh spiritual ground grounding i almost said groundbreaking i can't read it's hard for a black guy on the internet in 2022 uh a fresh spiritual grounding that will support everything else you do uh you, you can't say it any better than that. I, I think I have a sneaking suspicion uh, that the guys and gals over there, they probably they probably read out of one of these things, one of these big, scary books. I almost said big, scary black book. I don't have a black one anymore. It's brown now. Uh, but guys, we're talking about feminism and how it's ruined the world, which is <laughs> a true statement. Uh, and we're going to get into that right now. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, gentlemen. That's weird. Uh -oh. You guys can't hear that, can you? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's there, there's filters. <laughs> it always surprises me that people even watch the show because after two years of doing this, um, I'm more sure than ever that I'm a psycho, uh, that that I'm crazy, <laughs> and and what is what does that say about? I mean, hundreds, if not thousands, of people week after week they, they'll they'll listen thank you guys thank you so much i know I, maybe it's a grift maybe they just make fun of me i don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah that's well i, I could definitely see trolling you yeah that, that sounds fun <laughs> you troll me like it's like your job well like, yeah 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 this guy i don't know if you follow him on social media but he like trolls me everywhere it's funny but yeah, it's one to. of those like sibling things because like <laughs> we make fun of each other but no one makes fun of us uh like if you've made that mistake on twitter uh casey has has uh made you pay the price uh, <laughs> guys how are you doing <laughs> i'm loving it dude uh here in commie california doing great guys not i got a lot of commie california except they're not commies but the californians are uh having a mass exodus and coming in my backyard so the last mm. 10 people to move in my neighborhood are from the west coast it's a great it's crazy as long wow. as you beha behave yourself kelly people behave yourself are they yeah. are they like reformed at all they couldn't take state. it anymore oh okay, they just couldn't okay. Take that's it anymore. what i want to hear yeah they, they're 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 <laughs> they have tennessee values <laughs> good 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 yeah well, you know good. All right. and that, my thing is I, there's a part of me that just wants to stay and fight it, i don't want to get into politics or you know anything governmental but at the same time it's like if somebody doesn't stay behind to make a change 
it's going to stay this way. Yeah. We're you losing know, I, all our warriors. I was having, I, I was having a, uh, podcast yesterday with a real California warrior. Uh, you, you guys ever heard of Susan Swift? She's a attorney with, <laughs> we're uh, interviewing her in two hours. There we Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Susan's my girl. I met yeah, her. Virginia she's awesome. Age. Right. She gets energy from the fight, you know, and, and she's a true believer that you can turn California around. Whereas I, you know, you may want to bring this up to her on the show. Um, I feel like the red States are becoming more red in terms of at what's actually happening. And the blue States are becoming more blue. And it's almost oh, like God. in California, I feel like the ship has sailed, man. I, Personally, I just think we need to create these like strongholds in America now, three or four state coalitions where these governors stick together, you know, mm. and they just say, hey, we're going to push back against the you know craziness of the federal government. What scares me about that then is now you have a divide. You have a line. You know, these guys are on this side. These guys are on that side. I, I'm not especially, you know, it's because I was raised in a very red pocket of California. I, I think that's like I want to fight for those people. Yeah, I mean, all the people that go out and vote going, it, I know my, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to vote red, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not are. saying that everybody has the ability to move, but I just feel like at this yeah. point, if you're fighting for yourself and your family, I mean, there, there's a, there's a point at which, I mean, as a, as a man, you're going to, one of the ways you protect your family is get them out of harm's way, get them out of dangers, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I would, <laughs> I would have a hard time being on the West coast in California. Now I know there's a lot of great areas in california you get off the coast a little bit but the bottom line is facts are the facts i mean most of the population is right there by the ocean and most of it's you know bright blue oh yeah so, god bless oh, yeah. the warriors that are fighting like Susan. but man <laughs> well, i mean that's i'm fighting in virginia i it's a much better fight uh more even keeled you yeah. couldn't pay me to move to california um, and I, I mean, I turned down an offer from in like an intelligence type company out there that was like stupid money, more money than I've ever made. I know who uh, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The whole process with them was one of those, like, you're not allowed to tell anyone that it's almost like the agency, you know, but anyway, mm. I mean, their tech is awesome and does so much good, mm. but I couldn't, I couldn't move there. No way, man. I got four kids like now what's that? Oh, it's a crack needle. Oh, don't step in the crap. Oh, watch out for the hobo. Like now. So sometimes yeah, life's got enough challenges without adding well. that to it. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it, it, it's, that's what it is for me. It's just really hard for me to walk away from a fight, but sometimes that's the manly thing to do. Right. Is to, well, yeah, think I, but I think no matter where you're going to no matter where you go, you're going to have it at some degree. I mean, Tennessee, I mentioned Tennessee values or whatever. I mean, we, <laughs> there's a lot of rhinos here that are, that, you know, just continue to win and it's old money supporting them. And they're really slipping into a little bit more of that, that purple kind of rhino sort of mentality. Um, so we, our fight here is to keep it a, a constitutional, you know, the Tennessee constitution, the American constitution, we want to stick to fighting for those freedoms, um, because there's, there's a strong push and Nashville, you know, our, the, the, the capital of Tennessee, they're bright blue at this point. So yep. yeah, there's going to be a fight no matter where you go. Uh, so, uh, so in other words, there's people that are moving out of California that are blue, that are moving to somewhere red and then voting blue yeah. or turning their areas. Dude. Uh, a lot of times they don't connect the dots between why their city, their state, their regions, crap hole and their liberal policies, the people they yeah. voted in. 
they just they can't connect the dots. It's I like see a virus. Some, some of that is happening, Casey, in Tennessee. And I, I'm sorry if I interrupted you, but no, I, no think, I think the other thing that's happening though is just a general shift. I mean, you look at country, you think of country music as okay, it's pretty conservative, right? Right. But you look, I mean, the country musicians who are sticking to traditional values, they are under attack by the country yep. music industry. The writers, the, the publishers of the music, um, you know, the, the record labels, for instance, they're so woke, you know, because they, they, they want to appeal to the whole nation, the globe, they're globalists. They're they're almost forcing the artists to be all about LGBTQ and all this. I mean, you see where Taylor Swift's at and she has her own wing of the Country Music Hall of Fame. So yeah, Nashville. I mean, it's it's a metropolitan area. Gosh, you know, Taylor Swift is a joke. Yeah. So it's it's more of a shift. <laughs> Taylor joke. Yeah. Well, it's it's just like Garth, you know. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. But before we get into how uh, radical feminist women are ruling and everything, let's let's hear from a an actual woman who's who doesn't need pronouns. You know, an actual woman, an actual mom. Uh, no, wait a minute. But, no, no, no. Let's let's talk about chromosomes here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> X X chromosomes. Oh, okay, okay, cool. cool. Samantha says, <laughs> "Constitution, sanctuary states." I used yes. to disagree with this, but now that I think more about what a convention of states is, I think more about the Tenth Amendment. I think more about states' rights and and kind of uh, uh, Casey, what uh, what we were talking with with Dr. Mark yesterday. What? Shut up, Siri. Get out of here. What we were talking about with uh, Dr. Mark uh, yesterday, it's like, no, yeah, states and even cities or counties within states should be ruling, like they should be legislating how they want to legislate and say, screw the federal government. That's yeah. what the founders had in mind. Now yeah, the federal yeah, yeah. government is like, you have to keep running back to them asking permission to do stuff that we've always been allowed to ask permission for. Now it's like, oh, hey, can I can I go to work four days out of the week or can I can I do this? Can I? No, screw that. So uh, yeah. I agree. I think we should have sanctuary states for gun rights, apparently for freedom of speech um, and, and all that stuff. But then what ends up happening is you make this, pardon the phrase, but utopia, a Republican utopia or a conservative utopia, and then all these dummies who completely destroyed even California, which is really hard to do, come over Move to your place and then try well, to make, oh, you, you, you could know, do the, be so much better if you lived it the way we did it. You could do the nuclear option, which Texas, I couldn't believe this. The guy that uh, Tim Poole had on Timcast the other night, uh, bald gentleman. Um, who's he's he's like the founder president Joe of something Rogan. of Texas, <laughs> which is like people are like a state's not gonna succeed like no, no 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 it happens all the time you know Brexit it just happened nations have been leaving the EU for like the last ten years like it does happen and he had the numbers and it blew my mind it was like sixty nine percent of Texans polled. Uh, and they've not just pulled, they've actually signed a like a petition to get it to the point where the state house in Texas has legislation uh, to be heard, like that they're going to vote on to, you know, go back, go back to being the country of Texas, have their own passports, have their own laws, have their own whatever. If that happens, um, I'm moving back to Texas. Yeah, dude, that's a powerful <laughs> argument. I told you about the Dallas stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, I'd 100% move to Dallas if it was. Oh, I loved DFW. I mean, yeah. think about it. Like, that would be awesome. But 
states could do that. It wouldn't be the it wouldn't be a national divorce. It wouldn't be disillusionment of the United States. It would actually be kind of what the founders intended. These right. smaller entities doing experiments of democracy, whatever you wanted to call it, and good ideas over a long period of time would get widespread adoption throughout the union. Yeah. Now, now what well, you're talking about in Texas, you're not talking about official seceding from the union. You're talking because you did say making Texas its own country. Yeah. It's, yeah. Succession, right? Joe? Yeah. No, that's, well, California that's what has Texas, something like that too, that's right? what Texas is looking to do. Okay. Um, which is, no, not Texas nationalist movement. Where is it? Man. Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to pull up this guy. Texans are pretty, pretty like, well, I mean, I only lived there for a year, but when I lived there, I heard about, you know, we will succeed anytime we want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, They're pretty man. proud of that, actually. <laughs> well, they, they've got a pretty serious economy uh, all, and population all by themselves. So they, they probably could have, you know, almost a self-contained country with their own economy, you know, without having to rely on you know, Texas, oil. Texas has the most stable economy than any nation in the world when they run the numbers for themselves. That's unreal. So if they kick the federal Congress out, who does in, they can't balance a budget to save their lives. Like Virginia, the state that I'm sitting in right now has a $200 million surplus. So states, communities, we live in the real world where you have to balance a budget. They can do it. But the federal government no. has lost its freaking mind and is going to indebt and enslave generations because yes people black guy i'm i'm saying it financial yeah, we, indebtedness is bondage it's slavery why do you think you have a social security number why do you think you have a birth certificate that's your title you yeah. are owned Did you know you can be fined, sued into financial ruin, or even have your business shut down if you don't have the right verbiage on your website? Yeah, neither did I, until I met Erica Kohlberg. Erica is a licensed practicing attorney who found a serious gap in the market. Firms like hers charge massive fees for simple legal document services. Erica knew there had to be a better way, and that's how Plug and Law was born. Plug and Law is the best solution for all your business's legal needs. They provide fill in the blank legal templates to protect you, your business, and the people who depend on you most. With Plug and Law's legal bundle, you get a privacy policy terms and conditions, and a legal disclaimer crafted by an attorney for the fraction of the price. Legal documentation preparation fees with your own lawyer can cost $500, $800, even $1,000 for a single document. A privacy policy alone comes in for an average of $500. Use my affiliate link to get Plugin Law's legal bundle for just $97. You could find an attorney and pay upwards of $1,500 for the same legal documents, but you're too smart for that. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and get the legal bundle for just $97. Right now, we're throwing in a free affiliate marketing legal guide. That's a savings of nearly $2,000. Don't miss out and risk everything you've built. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash law and protect your business, yourself, and your family. 
if you guys get into, and I didn't know we'd go in this direction, but I'll bring it up. Do you ever go back through history and look at the rise of the the private bankers and the the, the creation of the Federal uh, Reserve oh, yeah, and yeah. how it's not really federal? It's not really they don't really have anything on reserve but like that. That whole thing. Yeah, a lot of bushes. It's, in it's there. a private bank. <laughs> yeah, because in my opinion, that's when we really went off the rails in terms of financially enslaving our, our whole nation on purpose to make some, uh, you know, a small group of private bankers extremely wealthy, while getting all of us to basically have to do their bidding. You know, in yeah, the long run, talking oh, yeah. about zeitgeist again, yeah. all the time, and the insurance companies and the Fed. I mean, oh. so many. No, I would say nine out of ten Americans don't know that the Fed is not federal no yeah 99 percent. yeah it's <laughs> it's outrageous i've brought that up to a few people they look at me crazy i brought that up to a banker and he looked at me like i was nuts oh my god yeah people, people don't deserve know. is as federal as federal express yeah yeah exactly and uh, it's a private bank you know speaking of and if the federal government took it over it would drive it into the ground which was the american express story was the wells fargo story um you know it, that's why like wells fargo has that like horse and buggy that's why uh amex and like it, it was it was american express they were personal carriers they would deliver stuff you know uh precious goods diamonds deeds you know gold bags whatever you had yeah. Uh, they would deliver it under armed guard and they would get it there faster than USPS. They would get it there safe and secure and timelier. And then it got nationalized and the government did what governments always do and drove that bustling business into the ground in the matter of months. Mm. Of course. So that's what they're doing with our states. If you think of your state as a business, as a corporation, uh, the federal government commits all kinds of fraud. They don't do things that are in, you know, like a fiduciary agreement with us. They do things against your interest as a state, as a community, as a business owner. I look at the dollars destroyed. The dollar is absolutely destroyed, courtesy of the it's federal government. Fiat. I mean, it's it that's it's designed to do that. It's it's paper. It's not gold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of um a documentary film called The Money Masters Rise of the Bankers. It's older. It's like from the 90s. Oh, no. I haven't heard it's, of that. It's un it walks you through from the time of the Bible, the money changers, all the way through the Rothschild banking system arising mm. out, of, out of Europe, all the way to the – it tracks the same group of people. So people call it conspiratorial, but this guy behind it, Bill Still, uh, you can actually watch it on my Rumble channel. I interviewed him because I contacted him after I watched it. It's like, dude – I, I want to have you on my show because uh, that thing was produced in 1996. But up until that point, I mean, he lays out the whole thing. So it's a three and a half hour documentary. Does a phenomenal job of laying it out. But here's the thing. There's been three presidents that took us from an economic depression. And well, there's been more than that. But they, due to um, bringing our money printing back under the Treasury, where we're printing our own money mm -hmm. rather than relying on European interests and the Federal Reserve, uh, um, Abraham Lincoln was the first to do it. He was assassinated and he brought us into a period of great wealth there for a while. Um, JFK was another one who was really talking about doing it assassinated. Um, and then there's one other that I can't remember, but they were all either flirting with the idea of taking us off of that banking system and, and printing our own money, which is right now we actually don't. Um, and, and I mean, it's your life is at stake because the, the, yeah. the most powerful interests in the world do not want that to happen. So you either play ball or 
Get Clinton. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, it was, and, and Trump was flirting with the idea. He had Bill Still write him a white paper on, okay, if the Treasury begins to print our own currency and we become self-contained and we're not relying on European interests, how, how, in how many years would it take for us to pay off our $30 trillion national debt? And Bill, this guy, Bill Still, wrote him a six-page white paper, and he said, based on, and this was back in 2016, said, based on my estimations, if we do this, and he gives a whole science behind it, we could be out of debt as a country within 10 years. I Damn. Mean, kind of, wow. Yeah, which I, I don't know if that's possible, but he's a pretty darn smart guy. I would say that it is possible because, Maybe I mean, when I started in- like 20%. That's still acceptable. Yeah. When I started in with Dave Ramsey as a single income E5 of the military, you guys can Google it. E5s, so we don't make that much with kids and all that other kind of stuff. We had almost $100,000 in debt and we paid it off in under two years. And, Damn. and still, yeah. when I look at the budget, I'm like, this doesn't even make sense to me. But every dollar on paper on purpose. And, yeah. and you know, and Ben Carson says it all the time. Number one, we got to shut the goody fountain off. Like, no, 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 no. We can't be sending. I don't. This this will be the sound bite. I don't care if there's a humanitarian crisis going on somewhere else. If death and destruction is occurring here, this is common yeah. sense. This is you know, put your mask on before helping others. We, we we need to shear up our house before we can be this international force for good. It's just a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, and th this whole deal with sending you know hundred billion dollars to Ukraine like every other week. I, I know that's an exaggeration, but we're ge we're getting yeah, close. Yeah. Um, that that is to me that's just at this point it's another measure to wreck our own economy and you our know, own and our own strength. Jeremy, it, it's not just the economy that's getting hit. It, it's so the Biden administration, and I learned this from Joe, uh, is asking for a 10 to 20 percent reduction within the VA to send that money over oh, to yeah. Ukraine. So yeah. now the veterans should be going without, even though we barely have anything in the first place, to send money over what? To protect the Biden's assets over in the Ukraine. That's, well, Casey, yeah. you got to consider all that the Ukrainians have sacrificed for our country. <laughs> have, have you considered that at all? I, I mean, I, blood, I'm sweat, so tears. What is wrong with me, Joe? You know, they're, oh. pro they're providing Hunter Biden with all kinds of crack and hookers. And, That's true. You know, and children. Hey, you know, yeah. do it for the kids, I guess. Right. Oh, and oh. now all of a sudden Congress is like, oh, look, uh, it turns out there is a laptop. We should look into this. Like, oh, give me a oh, Mar-a-Lago raid is now like, oh, yeah, he didn't do anything other than collect you like mementos. I was getting oh, my hair cut. I was getting my hair cut the other day. Surprise, I go to a black barbershop. Everyone in there is like radical leftist. No uh, The topic of uh, Trump's, and it was the day after the announcement. So it was, what is it, yesterday? Whatever, whatever day it was. It was the day after Trump's uh, 2024 announcement. And they were going in on it and they were saying, and then this one guy, he was like, he needs to be in prison for whatever. And I did the Socrates thing. I started asking him some questions like, oh, hey, you know, what's your understanding of classified documents? And I found out that he was in the military and had worked in and around, you know, the classification scheme. Uh, but I kept trying to tease out of him how things get classified and declassified. And he was like, there's a whole process. Now, the whole time he doesn't realize, like, I know more about this than you. I was literally, I was an FSO, like I've. I managed over a hundred classified contracts. I did this for a career, but I was trying to tease out of him the obvious truth that the president is the unilateral declassification authority. 
It's always been that way since we hadn't classified. He was trying to like rewrite everything. Everyone in the barbershop realized he was full of crap and piped down about it. Oh. Except for him. And he was on <laughs> fire. Like this dude was jumping out of the chair. Like the barber was about to like mess up his haircut. It was pretty hilarious. Um, wow. But yeah, yeah. Two things you don't want to do to your barber. Make him laugh or piss him off while they're cutting your hair. Well, how we ended was I was like, hey, you know, if we're going to if we're going to lock up Trump for mishandling a handful of documents, then we got to talk about Hillary Clinton and terabytes of classified oh. information on her uh, Nokia yeah. Docu- flip phone. You know, it, uh, uh, and excuse me, private server. What? Excuse yeah. me. No, no, no. You're not a part of the government. You don't get that's, to have a private server. That's like a class X felony. dude. <laughs> like, yeah. It's it's a 100% like two tier justice system at this point. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. I got to ask you guys a question. Cause we were talking about money. We're talking about Ukraine. So anytime I get fact checked on something, I want to like look into that. Right. Well, you know, the whole scandal with uh, FTX that happened really recently. Yeah. No, right. I don't. It's, it's happening right now. Yeah. Right. Right now. Um, and the whole thing was you've got this this guy, um, Bankman Freed, Sam Bankman Freed came out of nowhere. He's taking his picture with Biden and all the stuff. He becomes a billionaire in no time due to like his crypto company. Well, he yeah. donated right before the midterms, 40 million dollars to the Democrat Party, uh, their packs and candidates. The Democrat Party obviously is backing, uh, you know, Biden and everybody else. Then Biden, this is the kind of chain of events. I wish I could send over the picture. Is there a way to send you guys something? You can can share share? screen, actually. Uh, Yeah, yeah. if you hit share screen. Yeah, let let me do that real quick. You see it down at the bottom, you hit present. And this is where, this is the part of the show where everybody gets a free lesson on how to work StreamYard. So while he's, while he's pulling that up, (laughs) just think about the character that he's saying, because they, they laundered not hundreds of millions they laundered billions of dollars and the guy's name is bankman freed uh-huh. like the bankman bank that they freed he should have yeah and contra- controversially million. i was talking about the money change the jewish money changers earlier and his name's bankman freed and yeah he, he happens to be jewish I'm just <laughs> hey oh let me stop my screen share <laughs> how did that happen it's unbelievable. Are, are are you able to see that? Now, did you hit present? I sh- yeah, I thought I did. Uh, so good. Yeah, so go to present, and then you're gonna go to share screen, and then under share screen, are you using uh, Brave? Uh, oh, uh, there it is. Yeah, Wait, you got it. Okay, there we yes, go. Yes, yes. So right here, you've you've got a basic like this. Is what I posted to Instagram. Um, and you can see like the chain of events there, the circle. Um, then where you see the Biden picture gives us tax money in form of military and humanitarian aid to Ukraine, which we unbelievable amounts of money. And then Ukraine uses USA to partner with FTX and they're already like trying to fact check this, but this is a huge story right now. I mean, in, in, in conservative or freedom alternative media. So much is happening Billions all at once right now with Pelosi in it. And I think Pelosi's stepping out because we're starting to find out that there was a bunch of shenanigans going on at the House and she wants to get out of Congress before all that goes down. Then you got this going on. I don't even know about this and I'm keeping up on stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big one, but I haven't looked into it enough because I want to read what the fact check actually says. But I mean, anytime something like this comes out, it's like the left has the ability to just basically say it's, well, it's not true. 
it's, it's yeah. just not true. And then it comes out like six months later to where, okay, we've, it's absolutely true. We admit it. hundred percent true. But by that time, nobody's thinking about it. Yeah. Nobody cares about it anymore. So yeah. here's, here's what mean? this is. And again, we just talked about this yesterday on the show. This is textbook money laundering is what has happened. And it's taking money from you, the taxpayer, because Biden wants it. The Biden crime family wants it. The leftist elites want it. And the rhino rightist elites, they want your money too. But they can't get it through their salary. So they did the shell game, which yes. is how Obama goes from a net worth of a couple hundred thousand dollars to a million dollars. Guys, a million is a thousand thousand. Like it, it's so much more than thousand, you know, like a billion is a. Oh man, freaking billionaires. I, I, I it's a thousand millions. By all of these politicians on government salaries that yep. are now millionaires in like two years. How does that it's, happen? It's because they invest well. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. So it, I it's, just it's always happen to be in front of the curve. Yeah. How is that happening? And yeah, you, yeah, I think laundering. you said you said Barack Obama a million. I just look at seventy million dollars is yeah. what he's worth. Yeah. That's probably not even taking into account Michelle. <laughs> But if, but what they do, so it's two different oh, accounts. Huh? What they do is they take your taxpayer dollars and they give it to this organization, this NGO, this good cause, who gives it to foreign, you know, usually a lot of times foreign adversarial countries. But anyway, oh, that man. that company gives it to some other entity that you have a financial stake in. So that money comes to you, the policymaker mm -hmm. who sent it out. It's incredible. The circle it, of life—it's incredible. Like, guys, this should—this should be illegal. It makes me—I don't know. It makes me want to just freaking die. All is right. it? Is it not illegal? You said it should be illegal. Is it not? It is, but <laughs> so money laundering like that is illegal. It it's illegal very, it's very difficult. Stuff. It's difficult to charge government officials and the United States government for doing it because. One, because it's slow, and uh, this is one of the bait and switches they do. Like, I'm involved in a lawsuit against the Attorney General of the United States right now. It's named Merrick Garland, but it's in his official capacity as Attorney General. So they hold off the lawsuits. They hold things up in court just long enough for them to have their career, then they get out, and then mm -hmm. it's the office. So just the United States Attorney General or the U.S. could just pay out a settlement or just whatever, you you don't truly get any accountability because Merrick Garland's going to be, when this lawsuit goes through, Merrick Garland's going to be gone. Right. And and the new person isn't going to care. And, you know, the Department of Injustice or United States, you know, Office of whatever, Office of check writing is just going to be like, oh, just, you know. That's yeah, it's, a, it's the same thing with with even on the other end with R Russian collusion. You know, we got beat down our door for three years that oh, Trump, the only way he won is because he colluded. And then once he's out of office, then the New York Times and then CNN, be, you oh, know, quietly way. says, OK, yeah, I guess it wasn't real. And they and they move on. So, yeah, I they mean, waited until the damage was done. My main reason why I want tw Trump 2024 is so that he gets to have a full four years to be a president without everybody trying to screw him over. He didn't no, get that's to be not going to happen. I, yeah. I don't know. They're, they're, they're going to screw him over. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to take two terms for him to be able to actually do half a terms worth. Of I want of him to be scorched BS. earth and people have told him to worry about optics. And I would say, 
and excuse the French here. I would say I don't give a shit about the optics. Do your job or you're fired. I don't care if you're Fauci. I would lock up Hillary Clinton. Then you can't go after your political adversaries. I don't I don't care about the rules. The Constitution says this. I swear to support and defend the Constitution. You're going to jail. I'm sorry. They're going to say you're a fascist dictator. What have they said for the last four years? You're a fascist dictator. (laughs) So nothing has changed except for the criminals go to jail. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and right now you got the FBI, you know, banging on your door for God knows it. I mean, if, if you're powerful enough and you're going to disclose something like uh, James O'Keefe, for instance, or the dad who was the, the, the Catholic preacher who was outside of a Planned Parenthood, who this I mean, yeah, they, they, they are beating down the doors of people that are their political enemies. So they're the ones that are fascist. But it's it's an incredible oh, yeah. amount of gaslighting. I, I pulled up oh, the, the devil the two-tier justice system in the barber chair the other day same conversation and i asked the guy i said um hey you remember when we killed osama bin laden many people know about our clinic but most don't realize we help patients around the globe reach their health goals deep down you know there's got to be a way to get there but you don't know where to start our starter plan is the first step You'll get everything you need to experience a health transformation in 120 days. You'll start by resetting your health with a two-week detox. Then you'll implement our proven anti-inflammatory food plan. On top of this, you'll get a 120-day supply of essential supplements, omega-3, and vitamin DK, as well as our homeopathic drops to accelerate your health goals. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer and save a total of $80. This is your path to more energy and better health. And I asked the guy, I said, um, hey, you remember when we killed Osama bin Laden? I said, that was classified, right? The whole operation, everyone who was involved. I said, do you remember how it got declassified? Commander-in-Chief Barack Obama went on national television and detailed the operation. Did he break the law or did he declassify it by by order of his mouth, saying it out loud in front of CNN? He is allowed to talk about anything that he feels. It's declassified in that moment. Yep. Yeah. Right now, Joe Biden can walk down to the National Mall and and yell out, you know, where a classified nuclear silo is. And guess what? It's declassified in that moment. Yeah, because he's the declassification <laughs> authority like these. Oh, man, these people, you know, I, I, didn't on, know this. I, I learned something today. The president of the United States is the only person on Earth at any given time that is incapable of mishandling classified information. Hmm. All 2.2 million government employees, the military, every one of them can it's mishandle classified. The president cannot. That's power. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it, it's power. just a procedural thing. They they yeah. can't. It, it's like a it's it's the same type of procedural thing. Like a police officer in a high speed chase can't be charged with speeding. It's like no no no, that's right. impossible. Yeah, it, there's, right, there's no yeah. statute for it, that. What is it? Uh, in, yeah, when you're uh, in action of or, or yeah, when you're it's in action of uh, doing your duty. That's a part of it, and that's all there's to it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they you could are be charged with are, failure to. Yeah, failure to perform law enforcement duties. They could be charged with that. Right. Not doing something, but right. They never do. Few departments have that. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, we, we got to bring we, up. Re- 
I was going to say, well, I was saying yesterday that we are really, really good about staying on subject. I know. <laughs> okay. So we're 30 minutes in, guys. We're going to get to uh, <laughs> yeah, how women are ruining everything. <laughs> Not women, just radical feminist women. Uh, and you know what? We've been saying this for years. By we, I mean, you know, people that believe in individual liberty, family values, marriage, two genders. We've been saying for years that you unsufferable leftist women are ruining your lives. You're going to be unhappy. Uh, you're you're going to be old and, and crusty and you're going to want kids and a husband and all these things. And it turns out uh, that's what the the survey says. You know, the here, let's get the let's get the, <laughs> the family feud up there it turns out uh liberals are less happy than conservatives particularly liberal women significantly less happy than uh are with their lives and satisfied with their mental health another thing we told you that you women were crazy you got those beady ssri eyes uh those aoc eyes <laughs> and it's a lot it's it's twice as much my wife is twice as happy as you crazy radical liberal. They're not watching. I don't even know why I'm speaking to them. <laughs> um, but what I'm curious about, because when I when I got this uh, this show pitch, you know, and it comes from a woman, what what caught me by surprise is that white straight Christian male Jeremy <laughs> Slayton wanted to talk about this. I was like, balls, man. Hey, dude, <laughs> balls. <laughs> I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a professional female happiness advocate. I mean, can I not advocate for the happiness of women everywhere? Of of all, I pride myself on it. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, I also consider myself a gender studies truther at this point. Term. Oh man, that's a T-shirt. Gender studies truther. Yeah, I mean, the the thing is, the left always says trust the experts, right? Why don't you trust the science? Trust the experts. Well, this is one of many polls you know, many polls that have shown that since the 1970s, when women's overall satisfaction with life was measured, and that was prior to a lot of the, the, the mainstreaming of the feminist agendas, um, now that they've gotten their way in almost every capacity, the, the polls are finding they're more uh, unhappy than ever. So it's, it's really a sad thing. We can laugh at it. Um, but they, it's almost like they, they, you know, they vote their way into poverty and they push their way with these agendas into un unhappiness and dissatisfaction with life. And the only reason I truly backed into this was because I'm studying men's health, men's fitness, mental clarity for men, spiritual grounding for men. Well, guess what? I mean, women uh, play a huge role in, you know, the, the complementary nature of family life, of marriage, of all of it. So you have to take into account things that the left is pushing, like toxic masculinity and other and other stuff. Um, so yeah, I kind of backed into finding these studies, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is really a big deal." Um, and what's really funny is if you go to some mainstream publications that are finding these same uh, polls. First of all, I'm surprised that they're even reporting on it, but you ought to look at some of the the um, reasoning they're coming up with. Like, well, okay, back in the '70s, the women that were working they didn't have to commute as long. The traffic wasn't as bad. Now it's really bad. So these you know career oriented feminist women. They have to stay in traffic a lot longer. Plus, you know, manage, um, you know, breaking through the the glass ceiling at work and a family life, and it makes their life harder. Like that's the kind of that, stuff they're coming that's up. Nonsense. With. Conservative women are in the car next to them. The yeah, same. That's traffic, what I'm saying. The yeah. same yeah. Right. glass ceiling. <laughs> Somehow the traffic. Give me a break. Uh, yeah. Well, it it what? is it is nonsense. Here's the thing. 
I, I like the title that you put out better than than the titles of of these studies. Actually, before I say that, let me make sure and look at all three of them again. Yeah, I like the title that you used because it's it's saying what it is. Feminism has failed women. They pitched it to you as something for your good, like they pitched abortion to black and brown women for the, for your good or welfare to poverty neighborhoods for their good. And it's like, no, it actually, it makes a maximum wage and keeps you in poverty. <clears throat> Same thing with, with feminism. And I don't even get to the waves. People talk second, third, fourth wave. No, 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 no. The, the arguments espoused, they're fallacious and they're, I don't know if the husband screwed the pooch. In the garden, the husband screwed the pooch. He did not lead his family well. He did not set the parameters for what was acceptable and what was not, which is the design. It's hierarchical, guys. There is a king. His name is Jesus. Like, sorry. That's the way that it is. You cannot like it. Yep. And when you take your last breath, you're going to wake up in another place and they're going to be like, well, tough crap. This is the way that it is. I get to unilaterally decide because I created the universe. Bye. That's right. And uh, what, what are you going to say? You can't do this to me. God's going to laugh in your face. Yeah. It, you know, it's the, it's the same rebellion that's been going on. I mean, all of this stuff has spiritual roots and you know, the, the, the enemy of God rebelled because he didn't like the order. He didn't like the way that things were. He wanted to be on top. Right. So what he does is he gets people to follow that same path of you'll be like God. You'll be like God, follow me and you'll be like God. And we're seeing that happen even today. Um, could I play one, like one minute clip? Cause I think it shows well, what the, the tip of the spear these days with what feminism looks like now that we're in 2022. Can What's you the drop the, the chat over here? What's that? Can you drop the link in the chat? You see the yeah, I'll chat? I'll well, it's not a link. I've got the raw file. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yes. Then hit yeah, present. It's still under uh present and, 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 and there, there's a, I don't know how family friendly there's one like f-bomb is that gonna be okay or not yeah that's fine <laughs> okay yeah just, just hit present warm. again and hit video file and load it up and it'll be down there oh got it okay you so, know actually while we're doing that can i ask you guys a real quick question for it, i've always been confused about this uh, especially having a mom that owned a construction company as a kid okay is feminism about uh empowering and strengthening women or is it about feminizing men because it seems like it it I don't know. It's like they're not happy unless the guys are acting like the girls. Both, because they, mm -hmm. they say the same lie that socialists say, where it's a fix, a zero-sum game, and for you to get a bigger piece of the pie, you have to take some of someone else's pie. So right. for women to have, the lie was for women to have equality and to be pushed up, men have to be pulled down because there's mm -hmm. only this amount of whatever. Um, and Ayn Rand, a little bit crazy, but uh, she got it right. It, the collectivism is is wrong. It is not a fixed sum. It's not a zero sum game. You create more pie. Uh, you you can create something new like this iPhone. This is added value in the world that wasn't there before. Steve Jobs mm -hmm. did a thing and now we have it. It's not taking. This doesn't exist. You couldn't take it from it. It's actually impossible. You couldn't take the value from non-smartphone company because there was no such thing as a smartphone. Right. Uh, so women probably because they didn't have uh women are men are less agreeable and we like to we don't argue for the sake of arguing we argue for the sake of we want things to be in order and to be truthful and right 
Right. We want to we want to solve the problem most of the time, not just talk about the problem. Problem solvers. Right. Yeah. What one one quick thing too that that adds to what Joe just just said. There's a historical um, mooring to all of this with communism with Karl Marx. Um, He made direct quotes in the communist manifesto wanting to break down the nuclear family. He thought it was part of like Joe's talking about the power dynamics between men and women. He saw it as okay. The the people that have nuclear families they are usually the wealthy. So the moment we can get rid of their wealth, we'll also get rid of their family. Mm -hmm. He also railed against God. Both Marx and Engels hated the Christian God. And they, they, and Engels especially talked about it directly. So we, we see where they're getting their ideology. It's a spiritual beginning for, for those like Marx and Engels, for instance, Mm -hmm. but it's playing out through history. And, you know, it's all about that power dynamic. We got to take one down to make the other rise rather than God's way would be, no, you're complimentary. And the better you are, the better you're going to make your compliment. Right. The more men act like men and the more, the yes. more women act like women, the better everybody does. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah. And that actually, that was bringing me on to question part two, which was, it seems like all women complain about now are feminine, feminine men. And, Oh, you know, what happened to this and what happened to that? It's like you guys, you know, kind of shut it all down. Yeah. You yeah, know, there's that there's that old song like Where Have All the Cowboys Gone or something. Where have all the cowboys gone? Yeah, I mean the, the answer is you told him to leave. Exactly. Before <laughs> yeah, we pull up Jeremy's yeah. video, that exactly Casey, and I didn't even send this to you for read ahead, but exactly what you Thanks, just man. said uh is what Tim Goglian wrote in the Daily Signal article. Um, which is, let's see if we can get it there. Um, marriage is a sacred union of a man and a woman that confers myriad benefits on both spouses, their children, and society at large. Benefits that cannot be replicated by any other relationship. So the natural order and both things pursuing excellence together in their respective lanes and in the, the joint lane that they occupy, that's the natural order. And, and leftists, I hate to say it this way, but it's true. The bottom of it all, Marxist, you know, uh, Satanist, whatever fringe ideology it is, what the foundation is taking, trying to take God's ordered universe and create disorder and chaos. Mm -hmm. And it can't be done. It won't be done. uh, And feminists just happen to be one of the tools in that army's, you know, battle book. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Let's pull up your vid. I was sitting in Los Angeles in my beautiful office of my own late night talk show. Oh my gosh. Oh, like, already, a, I'm like, oh, what God. a peach, dude. Where'd you find me? It's only a minute long. Coming in hot. Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> Soon I would be driving my hybrid car to my beautiful fucking home <laughs> to kiss my two beautiful and healthy children and my husband who had taken the year off to parent so I could focus on my career and I have all of this all of it because 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 I was allowed bodily autonomy at 15. I will 
will not be shamed into being quiet. We will not be shamed into being quiet never again. I will never stop talking about my abortion or my periods or my experiences in childbirth, my episiotomies, my yeast infections, or my ovulation that lines up with the moon. So, uh, uh, let's say that's a female. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. She was okay, a, she it. was a child actress. She still does some acting today, but like that is the picture of empowerment according to feminists. And, and by the way, like she says, I will never again be shamed into silence. When is busy Phillips, that actress ever been silent about anything, you know, on that microphone. That's for sure. Yeah, um, we don't want to hear about your bodily functions, not because you're a woman, because it's gross. We that's don't right. want to hear about my bodily functions or Casey's or that's no, yeah. we, we don't. That's not beautiful and brave. OK, that's weird. You know, wait a minute. Every time we talk about baby bladders, the, our numbers go up, dude. Well, that's true. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about our bodily. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, but I mean, the, the point of it is like that, that is what you see when you think of like modern day uh, feminist, right? right? And they've been told they've been since the seventies, they've been told we're going to empower you. This is an empowering movement for women. She doesn't look happy. You know, no. I, I think she's, she's probably like down in her heart, very sad about the abortion that she had so many years ago and is covering over that with a veneer of anger. As she continues oh, yeah. to, to deny that sadness inside, I, you know, I, I just I can only suppose that yeah, what, what's interesting. No, that's I mean, almost look that looking at it from like a therapeutic thing. It's like that's that's how she's getting through her therapy. She's actually having to talk about this thing that's actually really bothering her. All yeah. The time, and this is how she does it. Oh, 100 kind of feel bad for her now. Yeah, I mean, I think as, as, as Christians, I think we, we have to, you know, we can make fun of it and all that stuff, but it's truly, it's a sad thing. You know, yeah. they're <laughs> very, very unhappy. Whenever I see stuff like that, or hear argument, not see, whenever I hear arguments like she just, you know, put forward, uh, and I'm one of those guys, you know, it's nerdy, but like I hear fallacies and like my brain shuts off. It's like whatever follows is not true because of this logic flaw. But it's like such a false dilemma and and feminists do this. It's either or it's either man can be happy or women can be happy. It's either the husband can pursue his dreams or the wife can. It's like, no, that's a false dilemma. It's not true. And she's saying, because I made these decisions and got on this track, things are good. And if I was on this other track, things are bad. It's like, no, that's that's How do so you know? many fallacies affirming the <laughs> consequent uh false analogy false comparison faulty conclusion like you can write a paper on fallacies based on that one minute video and everyone's just cheering and it's like because your mind is like stunted like you don't even realize hey what she's saying is not true and, and not not to yeah. mention this isn't attractive behavior it's these are the same people who complain that you know oh you know i i can't get a man well I mean, would you date you if you were me? <laughs> well, that's that's what these studies are saying. And yeah. they're they don't have husbands, they don't have kids, and the right. career thing, you got the career, and that didn't bring the satisfaction you thought um, it would. Yeah, and, and it works both like, ways. I mean, you were talking about earlier, Casey, with as men are becoming less masculine, they're less attractive to women. As women are becoming not feminine but feminists and more like that, 
they're less attractive to men. Oh, and, right. it, and, and I mean, it, it sounds strange to tie it into depopulation, but we see it so is. many things, a, you know, aiding and abetting that agenda of depopulation. I ha have to only assume that the, the powers at play, like want that to happen. Oh yeah. Are you, are we, you we're talking about that this a pantsuit on... doesn't do it for you? You know, woman, woman in a pantsuit. Only, you know? only no, when Hillary Clinton is wearing one. <laughs> <laughs> We just got to normalize the bulge, gentlemen. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm not even going to comment on that one. Yeah. Are you talking about Michelle Obama's bulge or just bulge <laughs> no, in general? I'm about Dylan. Again. Somebody no. pull up that clip. Do y'all remember yeah. the famous uh, Alex Jones clip where he's going talking about Michelle Obama having a bulge? From, on Ellen. <laughs> I watched the other day the one from Ellen DeGeneres when, when Michelle was dancing on her show. Yeah. Oh, man. No We're not way. pulling that you, up. You see uh, something going like this? <laughs> I'm not going to watch that again. Guys, MyPillow.com is the very best place for Christmas shopping. You might be feeling like it's a time crunch, like you got to go to big box stores, Walmart, Target, Amazon. Don't buy from Amazon. You don't have to do it. Mike Lindell and MyPillow, they've got everything you need and more. Guys, we're talking pillows, sheets, loungewear, slippers, everything. Guys, MyPillow.com slash Mobley for the very best deals. Use promo code Mobley at checkout. Look at these prices. You got Giza Dream Sheets for $29.98. Guys, the My Slippers are on sale with my promo code Mobley, $49.98. They're usually $140. Huge savings. You're not going to find that anywhere else, guys. Look, you got pillows. You got loungewear. Now, look, if you don't know about my pillow loungewear. This stuff right here is some of the most comfortable stuff, the softest cotton you've ever seen, the sleepwear, the loungewear. My my pillow sweatshirt, I never take it off. You get up to 80% on all of these items. You thought my pillow was just about pillows. You thought Mike Lindell was just a pillow guy. You were wrong. He sells so much more than pillows. MyPillow.com slash Mobley, promo code Mobley. Guys, go there now. Huge thanks to Mike Lindell. Huge thanks to MyPillow for being a sponsor of the show. Now let's get back into it. All right, I want to <laughs> look at... Uh... No, oh. this is not a circle jerk without outside opinions. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nasty Natty. Okay, here, we'll read one of your comments here. <laughs> Nasty Natty 121 says, what about the fact that the internet was a government project and taxpayers paid for it? Now we continue to pay for it through private internet service providers. I am very um, glad you brought that up, dude. Can I was you part of one of those teams. Can you add another comment a, a clarifying comment about this because i don't remember what we said that spawned like that spurred this thought um but throw it in the chat and uh we will oh. we will not be a circle jerk of uh inclusive <laughs> opinions only and um <laughs> now here's the thing nasty daddy um i'm an intelligent dude so if you ask a dumbass question i don't feel bad about embarrassing you at all <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, no, I think nasty yeah. Nate's be no, nasty, not nasty Nate. That's not a movie. Nasty, Nas Nate. who's nasty Nate? Oh, it was, it was nasty a, Nate's who you were with last night. No. 
<laughs> I just remembered the movie. Now it was from Half Baked. It was Tommy Chung. He was now he he was uh, protecting. Um, oh God, never mind. I'm talking about Half Baked. We're supposed to be talking about feminism. All right. Well, I'm not getting the response on the internet thing. Uh, but this dude, nope. this comment right here is the it's the one percent. It's the rape and incest argument. Feminists who advocate for men's rights are the unicorn of feminists, which is how Jeremy came into this, because you're you're trying to look at things for the betterment of men, for spiritual health, mental health of men, physical health of men. And it's not I need to reach up and pull women down so men can be exalted. Yeah, we don't want to do that. Uh, but right. they're. This would be a classical feminist, a genuine feminist who wanted equality, not more than. So the typical feminist, just like the black community right now, are black supremacists. My family, my New York City, you know, big black family, they're black supremacists. It's not equality. They want better than. They want more than. And it means that you have to treat injustice with injustice. Um, so I... Me, and I'll let them answer as well, but how do I consider feminists who advocate for men's rights, such as in family courts? I don't consider them at all because they are so extraordinarily rare. They're statistically zero. Yeah, and it's it's not really an active... They would come to that of their own accord because it's not a part of the overall agenda. That's not the messaging you're hearing um, from most of any feminist on TV or from you know, the, the government platforms that they have, you just never hear about those voices. So it's that's, not really part of an agenda. It's a unicorn. That's analogous to saying, what about the BLM member who's pro law enforcement? Yeah. yeah. Well, that one guy doesn't matter because of the 99 other guys that cause right. $2 billion of damage and murder cops. And, and I'll say, and, and that one guy is probably also confused about what BLM is really after. <laughs> right. Well, yes, that, yeah, that pro male feminist is confused about what they don't understand the overall agenda. Are. Yeah, they got they got hoodwinked into believing, you know, some of the lies from it. Well, you know, like when when I'm coaching girls, you know, uh, whether it be softball or, or soccer or whatever, um, am I not a feminist by standing up for, you know, encouraging them to go out there and kick some serious butt in the world? So I don't have to be less masculine in order to be able to support women. I love girls, just like what you were talking about earlier, Jeremy. I mean, women make my world go around. It's yeah. so it's the women that don't want that to happen that mess with me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think there's also a word study that could be done here. And I've, I need to look into this a little further, but there's the idea of masculine that ends in that, that the end, right? Then there's the idea of feminine, which ends in, in an end. Then there's feminist. You know, to me, it's like, I don't even really want to adopt that word when I want to, if you really want to empower women or increase happy in happiness for women, which obviously feminism, uh, fem feminists are not doing because the science is showing it. Um, I just think that there's, there's no parallel with men. Like, have you ever heard of a masculist? <laughs> like a masochist <laughs> so i almost feel like this, this idea of the feminist is something separate from right, feminine yeah. masculine i don't know if that answers what you're saying at all but uh i, I just i don't even want to call if, myself if you a were feminist. a masculist you would be canceled like as soon as you put your website up you'd get canceled i'm a humanist i want everybody to do well yeah and i want everybody to get along and yeah. it's it, it's one of those things where I don't want boys on the field with the girls if the girls don't want to be on the field with boys. Yeah. Now, if they do want to be, that's a different story. 
Yeah, totally. That, and that right there, that's a great topic. That's where the feminist movement is showing that it's, it's true colors. It's not actually yeah. about women because it's cannibalizing itself when it becomes more important to them to have men competing in women's sports like my alma mater, Georgia Tech, like they hosted the NCAA championships for swimming, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like that you can't take away <laughs> these girls careers basically and they're not they don't even have a chance to go play you know pro for for swimming they work their whole life to get there and now basically you're canceling them as a feminist allowing this man to compete in the pool with them and the solution's so simple just have a category where it doesn't matter what you identify as boom and then you have a strictly girls and strictly guys we're done I, i don't understand why we have to yeah, you could logic. You could call that intramural sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and in that world, biological men will dominate. Just like, oh, right. it's it's so stupid. You know where women clean up house though is in target shooting. Women are just naturally good shots. Women can handle more G's than men can. A, a female yeah. fighter pl- a pilot will outturn a man any day of the week, but when it comes down to actually pulling the trigger and doing the kill shot, they hesitate. Hmm. The Navy has a lot of studies on this stuff. <laughs> they were actually yeah. making smaller uh, um, seats and stuff for women doing studies on it because of the whole well, integration thing. That we're supposed to pretend that women aren't generally, generally women. Okay. And actually, the only woman that really matters in my life agrees with me. So, but women, and so does science and biology. But women are usually more agreeable. Men are less agreeable. We're more mm-hmm. argumentative. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tend to, in, in our one box that we're in, we tend to come out of a feelings box and into a reason-based box to make decisions. And women generally, generally... People would be like, you're generalizing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what generally means. I am yeah, stating a generalization right now. <laughs> women typically make more feelingsy decisions, uh, feelings-based. And decisions. a lot of time, well, for me, I, I, you know, I'll make a decision. I'm single right now. I'll make a decision and go, God, you know, if I had a chick double-checking my decisions before I'm making that decision, that probably would not have turned into a big mistake. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that check system. <laughs> to, to add to that point, you know, uh, 70% of single women. So I don't know about all women, but 70% of single women in this midterm election voted Democrat. Right. And it's because the Democrat party figured out a long time ago, how do we, how do we pull on tug on people's heartstrings on their feelings, not facts. We're not you. And that's why sometimes you get two people debating, you know, one's just using logic and reason. The other one's appealing to the feelings of the audience. Typically the person appealing to the feelings is going to win because the, the audience is clapping and, you know, uh, into what they're saying, um, where the guy talking about logic and reason might seem a little more dry, but, you know, you know, you don't, you don't want to be governed by people that are deceptively just tugging on your heartstrings all the time. And we're Barack Obama. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we can. (laughs) I remember those shirts. I think we lost uh, nasty Nady. Nady. (laughs) He was done, huh? Oh, nasty Nate. Oh, damn it. You know, this is out of left field, but uh, did we talk about my political rush last time? Because I, I, when I was looking down to read the comments, I noticed uh, Jeremy's hat there. Uh, yeah, oh. Chris, Christy Nome, she's my politicrush. Yeah, dude. Yeah. She, she handed huge, me this huge, hat. <laughs> huge fanboy. Yeah. Yeah, she Man. visited a country music guy that, that, that I know down here, <clears throat> a, a writer. And she had a little event at his house and was 
handing out the hats. Oh man, man. Yeah, my last job, she was one of my clients. The the worst part about leaving that job was leaving Christy Gnome's team. <laughs> it really was. Uh, and I've been I've been the first person to say it. I'm I want Trump Gnome 2024. Uh, that's my ticket right there. That'd be a good you one. Know. Yeah. You know, there, there there's a strong empowered woman who seems to be fulfilled, happy, and she's also a career woman. You know. Um, yeah, but she's married and has kids and grandkids. There you go. And is conservative. So she oh. she kind of affirms these studies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But but in my I think I brought that up to say she seems to be very I think of her as feminine still, even oh, yeah. with all of her empower. She's feminine. She's not a feminist. Oh, dude! I love Joe and I were talking about our well, uh, Joe's badass wife, dude. There's nothing more sexier, in my opinion, than a little bit uh -oh. than my <laughs> wife. Uh -oh. <laughs> no, not your wife. <laughs> That's how it sounded. <laughs> There's nothing sexier than Joe's kid. wife. I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> I'd never be netter. <laughs> Oh man, we gotta have her on what'd the you, show. Why'd you have to take her there, dude? <laughs> Someone else was thinking. It's just one of those things where it's it's so easy to say, oh, you know, um, uh, men who are into doing manly things are anti-chick and, and and or anti-girl and and all this other stuff, and they're trying to hold us. No, I love. I used to have this little girl that was freaking uh, five foot two tessa that would go out hunting with me you know 98 pounds soaking wet i loved that that was the most kick-ass time ever sorry joe i'm cussing again but <laughs> it's just one of those things where you know i'm i'm not i i'm just it, there's there's nothing anti-female about being pro-male not at all nope yeah and that jeremy nailed it with that last thing it's it's feminine over feminist Hundred percent more. Turn up the femininity. Turn down the feminist. Yep. Uh, and uh, well, the case we got another interview, man. I know, dude. I know. And it's 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 bladder time. It's always bladder time. I'm I'm a little bit sad that we lost you, nasty nady guy or whatever. These names, you know, just like right out of the gate with cowardice. You know, put your real name. All of our real names are up here. Um, is this a circle jerk without outside opinions? Yeah. <laughs> as as they turn us off and go watch the view. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, fellas, the view's on. This is going to be diversity of thought over here. Uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I just didn't understand the question, but anyway, guys, that's the show. Uh, if you're still here, thank you. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. However, you're consuming this, uh, liking is important. Subscribing is important, but sharing is the best thing because it just it just gives the finger to big tech because they don't push out the show anywhere. They don't do notifications on any platform, but they can't stop you from being a notification. So share it with your friends. Definitely share it with your liberal relatives. Give them my phone number. I'd love to speak to them. Uh, you guys <laughs> got, got a couple. Any? I'm going to send you. <laughs> you guys got anything? No, I guys. Thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. And with that, we'll say goodbye. Bye, Rex. Bye. <laughs> out to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen.
If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.